This week at Macy's, get great deals on fashion and home essentials. Update your wardrobe with 20% off new spring shoes and sneakers and 20 to 50% off fresh looks for him and her. Plus, transform your space with Lux Hotel Collection Bedding, now 40% off. And Macy's Star Rewards members can earn on every purchase except gift cards, services, and fees. More at Macy's.com slash Star Rewards. Savings off sale and clearance prices. Exclusions apply. Episode 19, Kings of the Podcast. It's been a while, but we are back. John Hoven along with Dennis Bernstein. DB, what's up? It's great to be back, sir. I think it's been about two weeks, eh? It's. I think it's been our longest stretch in between, yeah. but, you know, we're just... We're Five coming, out, week, we're, we're coming out of the holiday break uh, a little bit sluggish, and we're just kind of waiting to get back into our rhythm, and I'm sure in March, when the Kings play 29 home games <laughs> in 31 days, we'll be, uh, we'll be dialed in. We'll be doing great. Yeah. Uh, we have a full show tonight. We have Mike Hammer from Violent Gentleman. Hammer's going to come back on and uh, talk some Kings Ducks with us. That's going to be our, yeah. our thing this year. We've decided that Hammer will be our official guest during we Ducks We now games. have a rotation of guests. I guess we do. We're, we're, revi- we're, we're inviting back some of our best guests. As a matter of fact, there's one of us, one of them right here. Right? Well, I was I was going to save that uh, for just a second. Oh, you are going to save well, it? That's fine. We're here now. We might as well do it. He's staring at us like, what is wrong with you guys? Well, you said best guest, so I must be in the wrong chair. <laughs> the PA no. announcer, one of the voices of the LA Kings, Dave Joseph. DJ, what's up? Gentlemen, what is happening? What a game, huh? Uh, it's oh, yeah. it's a thriller. Is it over yet, please? Uh, it was over I, in the first period. It was over before it started. <laughs> yeah. D, I do want to tell you, uh, Dennis, I don't please. know if you saw my tweet last weekend. I know you were traveling back from the All-Star game in St. Louis, but our good buddy here, uh, he is on a short list, perhaps the only guy ever yes, I saw to call that tweet. the NHL All-Star game and the AHL All-Star yeah. game. I do believe he's the only one, and nobody disputed my, my note on Twitter, so... Until somebody else corrects me, you're the only one, DJ. That's pretty well, awesome. I, that's a, it's a privilege. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, I was, I was racking my brain to think who, which team has hosted the NHL All-Star Game, right? And then who has an AHL affiliate oh, yeah, in that right. market? Yep. And I, I couldn't think of any. There were, there, no one came to mind. So I don't, I don't know. I, you, you may be right. I don't know either. I'm going to assume. I'm going to assume that's what it is. Thank you. I'm bowing right now. Thank you. No, that was a lot of fun. Was it not a lot of fun, though, the HL All-Star game? It was. And the skills competition? It was interesting. Uh, The skills competition was a lot of fun. Um, I personally found the the All-Star game itself to be rather confusing. Okay. Now, if you watched it at home, you're not going to understand what I'm saying because I'm I'm assuming that the announcers kept kept the viewers on track with what was going on. But when you're there live, there's all these mini games that are happening, and you're having your, because it's a round robin tournament. And so you have okay, did the Atlantic beat the Central? And what happened? Okay, no, they 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 didn't win in regulation. They won in a shootout. What's going on? And then you ended up in a three way tie at the end. And what a bummer that the Pacific didn't win the tiebreaker so that the hometown guys could be in the final. It was just yeah. So three teams finished two and one with a two and one record. Yeah, the Pacific Division was one of those three teams. However, they won their game in a shootout. So. 
So you were paying attention. They lost the tiebreaker. Okay. Well, I had a couple of scouts next to me and was talking to some other people and stuff. So maybe it's my fault. You stuff going on. Maybe it's my fault for not paying attention. Martin Furk from the rain hit 109 on the gun. So you got to... 109.2. 109.2. Tip your helmet to him. I think that's our new radio station. What a clapper. 109.2. Yeah. 109.2 on the w, dial. Uh, WFRK. But Mayor, why isn't or he KFRK. playing in the NHL? Mayor, well, let's go. Look, there's not a roster spot for him in Los Angeles. Right. So should the Kings call up Martin Furk instead of Matt Luff? No, absolutely not. Right. So after the trade deadline, when a couple of guys are cleared out, Martin Furk could see some time uh, here in Los Angeles. But, you know, when you look at the big picture, the Kings want to get playing time for the kids. Martin Furk might end up being a good bridge player, perhaps, for the Kings right. uh, moving forward. But, you know, we'll have to wait and see. But, yeah, the skills competition was great. Uh, I, I, You know, Clegg, other than that, time when he bobbled the puck which he got a little bit of a laugh at during one of the relays yeah. there yeah uh it was fantastic uh cal peterson was cal peterson he's phenomenal yep so all in all it was a great time i thought ontario put on a great event uh and you know david crowd and- was good yeah crowd was good yep. david andrews the the president outgoing president and commissioner of the ahl was very complimentary to everything i talked with a couple of uh people from the east coast teams that were visiting they loved the building they they loved the crowd support i thought the fans really got into it uh booing all the goals players and stuff it was a that lot was of fun. fantastic that was and it was also 70 degrees outside yeah so i'm sure everyone who came from the east coast Really enjoyed that. And then they announced next year's All-Star Game will be uh, in, in Laval. Laval. <laughs> yeah. So good luck. They can't wait yeah. to come back to the Pacific. Yeah. I will not be hosting that one. No, you probably <laughs> won't. Uh, look, there were some things that happened around the world of hockey. Uh, before we get more into the Kings DB, I, yeah. I want to talk about this. The goalie fight, the Battle of Alberta Fantastic. is really Ooh. heating up. Calgary, Edmonton, Mike Smith. This was great. I'm rooting for them. I'm rooting for Vancouver to win the division so Calgary and Edmonton can finish second and third and they can have a seven-game series in the first Okay, half. That's what I'm rooting for. Old-time hockey, John. These teams literally hate each other. There's yes. no question about it. It was great. It was great. You saw um, the game before when Riddich threw his stick in the air with respect to the shootout, winning the shootout. It got pulled out of this game, and, boy, he got the business from the Edmonton bench when he skated off the ice and then had to go back in the game once Smith and, and Talbot went at it. But, uh, look... Uh, we need more of it, to be honest with you. I know there's there's a faction of fans that don't like fighting, but if you watch this game, it's so compelling. There's, there's true hatred, and it's right now it's the best rivalry in hockey without question. Without naming names, I will say this. There was an old-school hockey reporter sitting to my left tonight in the press box, and I thought this comment was fantastic. You know, I'm really not into boxing or MMA, but I don't know what it is. I just love <laughs> hockey fights. Yeah. That's what the reporter and said. And a goalie fight, even better. Well, a goalie fight. I mean, that's... Mike Smith, TKO. That's fantastic. Well, and, and you saw McDermott and Nicholas Delorier go at it. Yeah. Former teammates, I believe, in Manchester, no? I don't think they would have crossed paths, no. They didn't cross paths? I, I'd, have, I'd have to double-check that, but no, I don't think so. Well, Delorier was in Manchester for a few, a yeah. couple of seasons. Yeah, but... Yeah, maybe they didn't. Maybe they weren't McDermott teammates. would have come along a little Probably. bit later. Okay, so those two heavyweight battle oh, tonight, fantastic. and it got the biggest ovation of, of anything. I, I think it's the fights that are staged. I think the spur-of-the-moment fights where it just is too much passion in the game, yeah. and you go at it. And, yeah. big, and the other thing, the other part of fighting I don't like is that when you have a clean, big hit on someone, and you have to answer for that. See, that part of it I don't like it, but when, when these two guys just square off, it's fine. When the two goalies square off because there was something going down, and Talbot was involved in the altercation decrease, and Mike Smith said, uh-oh, wait a minute, you want to fight? Here's the guy you fight. Right. I, I like that because I think there's there's hatred, but I think there's also respect here. The one part of the Calgary-Edmonton, the, this, this three-game series that I didn't like, was the one hit by Giordano on, on McDavid. That was questionable. You know, a hip on a knee, that, you know, and you don't want to see anybody hurt, obviously, in these games. But I think when you watch these teams play, 
I can't wait for them to meet in the playoffs. How does Milan Lucic not have a penalty minute right. in this game? Yeah, that's a great point. <laughs> that's, that's a, I don't yeah, understand that point. one. <laughs> yeah. What's going on there? It's very and then Cassian scored tonight and Kachuk scored tonight. It's just... Those guys uh, get any yeah. penalties? Any... any Bad, uh, no. bad blood between those no. two? Nothing, no. Huh? No. I, I had a hard time watching the Calgary-Edmonton game because I was so focused on what was happening here <laughs> with the Kings and the Ducks. So it was just out of the corner of my eye. Sarcasm is I did, dripping. I did, ca- dripping I did catch the from... goalie fight, though. That was for sure. <laughs> yeah. uh, there was a fantastic look. I know this is like NHL, AHL talk, but, boys, there was a fantastic Donnybrook, as they would say back in the day, an ECHL. Oh, I saw that. Uh, one of your guys was I one of the coaches, right? Yeah, of course. Jacksonville Iceman. Yeah, of course. You're talking about uh, Jason Christie, Smurf, used to coach the Ontario Reign. Uh, his guys against uh, Fort Wayne, which is the unofficial ECHL affiliate of the LA Kings. And, man, if you have not seen the clip of it, head over to my Twitter, at Mayor NHL. <laughs> it is just unbelievable. It's fantastic. It's like straight out of Slapshot. I mean, it's just... There are, there's one guy on the Jacksonville bench that just pounds the living daylights out of a Fort Wayne player as from the bench. As, as he's yeah. leaning, leaning over, over the top of the bench, pounding down. the guy on yeah, the ice for probably 10 or 15 punches in a row. <laughs> it was fantastic. And then, and then a linesman takes one of the players off, and the, the, the player puts the linesman in a headlock. Yeah. As yeah. While, headlock. while he's well, stripping naked. It's just stuff you don't see anymore. You don't. Which is too bad. I wish you'd see more of that. You really actually. don't. It was good. Yeah. Okay, but if you want to talk about some other stuff. Oh. Number 74, Nikolai Perkorkin yep. was scratched from the game tonight. DB, you have a theory on why he was scratched tonight. Not a good defensive effort in Arizona. Cost him the game tonight. And look, not for nothing, you want to get Matt Luff in some games as well mm-hmm. uh, because the other fast forward who has now three goals in 47 games who had a penalty shot in the last game and missed the net. And, uh, but, yeah, Perkogan, look, despite what's going on here, there's certain things you have to execute during a game, and I assume that Todd didn't like it. So um, Porky got some bench tonight and Luff got in there. Yeah, and that's okay. And it's, it's perfectly uh, fine. I think that by and large he's played fine. And uh, would be a player that the Kings would be interested in bringing back on a bridge deal, yeah. you know, for next year. All right, so here's my question: How much leash is 51 given for the Kings? How Forever. Much, how much more leash? Oh, he's come, I, at this point, um, you know, it, it's getting into the Dwight King level of, you know, <laughs> uh, teacher's do you pet. Your, do you shake your head? Yes and no. You, like, I want him to do well. He's got all the speed. You can see he's got he's got the Connor McDavid like speed. But he doesn't have the finish. Here's what somebody. So at some point you have to say. But he had finished last year. This is a confidence issue because he had 12 goals in right. so 61 games. Is it a confidence issue at this point? I think point? that's what they believe. But I, here's okay. what somebody told me. That they like the chaos that his speed creates. Sure. So while they acknowledge the fact that he doesn't score goals, he creates chaos when he's out there for the, the other team with his well, speed. The, then, then you need two better line mates mm-hmm. is what you need with two better players. Then you got to put them with and two I, guys who can finish. Yeah, which isn't happening. I mean, Kepe's finishing a little bit. Lazat, great story. He's a again. He's a what a four goal scorer this year. It's not it. So if you had him with more offensively gifted players next season, then yeah, maybe. If you want to talk about Blake Lazat, we have to talk about this or that. DB, that was the big video bo- uh, yeah. board tonight. Uh, I'm sure you, you were probably... not impressed with the answers. Well, from. look. Uh, First you... of all, you want to drawing with with Drew every week. Look. Right. I, the only thing I want to see, more than yeah. I want to see the game, the only thing right. I want to see is drawing with Drew. That is right. the highlight of every appearance at Staples is Center. Is chicken a burger? <laughs> <laughs> the astronaut one. I mean, I could just go on and on. Right. There, 
I mean, all this talk about who's winning Emmys and Oscars and everything. That, these, they're, those are award-winning oh, yeah. videos. Yeah, no doubt about those it. Those should fantastic. be the VMAs, the v- MTV. They should, they should be at every uh, award so show. They should win everything. That. You didn't he like some of those Tony Award for that too. Yeah, an astronaut. Yeah. Everything, an astronaut. everything. Yeah. Uh, but no, tonight was this or that. Yeah. And Blake Lazat was asked some thrilling questions. Uh, dog or cat ended it, but long before that, it was <laughs> Grand Theft Auto, I think, or Fortnite. Yeah, Fortnite. Fortnite. He picked Fortnite. Okay. Uh, you know, I don't rock hear. or pop music. He picked pop, and then you cashed Once out. Once he said pop music, I was I was done. I, checked I, out. Yeah, yeah, I, done. I, yeah, I, I had checked out. And there was one other He's question. A young kid, though. He is okay. I get Give it. Him a break. Okay. All right. These kids these days they don't they don't have real good taste <laughs> in music. That they I, do I think not. We can agree with that. Is true on that. That no? is true. Yeah. That is true. Hey, by the way, Kiss is coming back in a couple weeks, March March fourth or yeah, something like that. Yeah, gotta take care of that. I'm working got, on that. Okay, all right. Um, <laughs> look, uh, end of the world tour. Uh, yeah, well, Again. this is the second lap. <laughs> Again, well, right. the, but in fairness, they did say we're going to tour the world twice over. It's kind of like the Slayer deal that they, they made two stops. <laughs> so Kiss is making two stops. Uh-huh. This is their second lap through LA. Yep. So this will be the end. Just like it was for Motley Crue, who is now going out on tour again this summer. Don't get me started June, on that. Exactly. Do you know I'm going to four concerts in May? How about that? What are you going really? To see? What are you going I'm to going see? to see the Barry Who. Manilow. No, Barry uh, Manilow. Yeah. The Who. The Who. Where at, are the Who playing? At Caesar's Palace. Okay. Okay. Ooh, that's good. My birthday go. weekend. Um, Shania Twain. No, Shania. Shania Twain is phenomenal in concert. Oh, by the way, I've seen her. She's great. My birthday weekend. Uh, Sting is playing oh. his set of. Uh, he's redone all his songs. My songs at Col- at. At Caesar's Palace opening night. The next night, Aerosmith at Park MGM. Oh. And then uh, Memorial Day weekend, Hall and Oates at the Bowl. Oh, she's a man eater. Memorial Day weekend, there's only one thing to do. I'm listening. Hall and Oates. No, punk rock bowling punk rock is bowling. the only thing yeah. to do on Memorial Day weekend. Uh. The absolute best weekend of the year, every know, year. I put period. Hall and Oates up there, too. So I'm, I'm sorry, boys. F- I'll be with Hetson and the Circle Jerks in Vegas. So You'll be with four, Hall and Oates. Four concerts in 20 days. Okay, Hetson and Hoven will be in awesome. Vegas. I know, I know. Hall and Oates awesome. will be at You'll the Hollywood Bowl. Exactly. That's great, though. Yeah. Well, DB, that's wow. Yeah. That's a full month right there. That brother. is a full month. Okay. Okay. <laughs> that's all these shows in Vegas, though. You're going to be uh, house hunting while you're no, up there, too. No, 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 no. Okay. Not we, yet? we we are firmly settled in Los Angeles for the for the the near distant future. I would say three to five years, maybe Vegas. Oh, I'm pushing it out a little bit. Oh okay. yeah, yeah, no, no. I we're, thought. I was it thinking was like two years, you'd be... It was close. Okay. And then when people pay you a lot of money, you start. You stay in Los Angeles. Summerlin, you know. It was... Yeah, we were right. Getting we your were, season tickets for the aviators. I, I, exactly. I saw five <laughs> or six houses. They're all... I don't make a ton of money on my house here. Make have a bigger house in Vegas, but... You know, certain certain factions of our family said you're not leaving Los Angeles. No okay. uh, Henderson Silver Knights uh, tickets no, in your future. No, no. Hmm. You know, maybe one the, by the time I'm 70, but not. not we can't right even now. get him out to the Ontario <laughs> Rain because he has some hang up with Irwindale. I, I don't know. know what happened between DB and the city of Irwindale. No, he can't pass the brewery. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm waiting for the brewery to change hands. If it becomes a Pabst Blue Ribbon brewery, <laughs> oh PBR, I'm there. We'll do yeah, the show live we'll from, there. Start from there. We'll get a sponsor. How fantastic would that be if the PBR brewery was there? Exactly. There, that was that was the talk. That was the rumor. Yeah, was it P- PBR? PBR, PBR was yeah. taking over. Yeah, oh, that'd be great. Yeah, yeah. be yeah. great. Uh, Nashville, boy. How about uh, how about Nashville? They're outshot at home, thirty nine to nineteen. I guess at one point it was twenty nine to eight. Uh, that's versus Vegas. Speaking of Vegas, uh, Nashville soft. Yeah, Nashville. Soft. And I think you know they changed the coach. That hasn't really worked. I think you got to look at the general manager. I mean, nah. you got a situation where that GM's going to be there forever. Well, you know, Kyle Turris is still on the team. They gave Duchesne all that money. It hasn't worked, right? I mean, you know, they traded Shea Weber for P.K. Subban and then traded P.K. Subban for a bag of pucks. 
it's not working and the team is not motivated. They think they're in last place. It's the last bullet in the chamber, to be honest with you. This is, team is not motivated. Um, and I just don't like to see it. But I, I, I get, you know, are you GM for life? Or is it just time to, to give it to somebody younger and has some different ideas about how to build a team? Um, I, I will uh, kind of tie this back to Nashville for yeah, a second. Please. Coming down the ramp tonight at Staples Center. Yeah. Uh, as I was coming in, I'm looking at all the Mercedes and, you know, mm-hmm. all the nice cars. Kobe's car's not there anymore, obviously. No, but Mercedes. looking at all the cars as I'm walking to the elevator because you have to pass right by them. Right. And I see, among all of these really nice cars, a Toyota Prius. And in my mind, I said, I thought, I should say, wait, are they playing Nashville? I thought it was a Rob Scuderi sighting because Scuderi <laughs> loves his Prius. So I thought it was Scuderi. I said, no, no, this is the Ducks game. This is not the Nashville game. So uh, he might have been in town. And then Ryan Getzlaff got out of the Prius, and you were like, okay, that makes sense. Uh, <laughs> I did not see who got out of it. It was already parked. How do you bring the Prius, though? I do want to know, how do you bring the Prius down the ramp and give that to the valet guy no. who's been parking Bentleys and all That's these nice Rolls Royce. And he's yeah. like, yeah, here's, you know, Monster maybe we save on gas. Parts in the shop. Yeah, yeah, something like that. <laughs> Uh, Tomas Hurdle, injured. Ooh. San Jose. Done for the year. Uh, well, San Jose's been done for the year for a while, yeah. and now you add him to the list. Things are, have really screwed, fallen man. off to a, worse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's terrible. And, and John, it, that room, there's some problems in that room, right? The guy they gave a lot of money to who plays defense is number 65. He's not well-liked by the group. Never liked that deal from the beginning, exactly. as you know. And, <laughs> and they, they, they went all in, and, and you look at that team, you look at how much is dedicated. $11 million to Carlson, 8 to Burns, who I love, and $7 million to, to Vlasic. They have goaltenders who can't stop a normal shot. Like this is a, this is going to be a very very depthful rebuild for this team. And they, they have are in no a lot of depth trouble. at the goaltending position in their farm no, system. They have nothing. So is uh, Dell the the solution? He's an unrestricted free agent. Yeah, no. I mean, but fine. I mean, but that's and, who you're, they're going to hang your hat on because you, you have can't to buy move on Jones because there'll be an eight year buyout. He's got four years left on his deal. You can't buy him out. Yeah, you have to move on from Martin Jones though somehow, some way. We have to hope. You know, you got to wait two years for the. the but they're they're Expansion screwed. They're, they're not they're not going to make a big move here, and the hurdle thing just destroys it. Plus, Couture's been out, um, and you know, Kane's been okay, but it just and they don't have their first round pick. And this of all the years not to have your first round pick, this would have been the year. Could you imagine Ottawa getting the first overall pick using San Jose's pick? I mean, that's going to be really deadly for them. But this is a team that's, that's going to struggle mightily because, I, I mean, John, you know prospects. I don't think there's much in the tank in San Jose with respect to what's coming. Yeah. Um, on the injury front also out there, Chris Kreider today, yeah. which is a huge Ooh, blow coming that. up to the trade deadline. You know, um, th- this, is, this is going to be a big one. Was it knee in the, knee in the head? Yeah, knee in the head from, uh, I think, it's a His teammate, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly, going into the corner. So, look, you don't root for injuries, obviously, but if, if it's – Something that extends for a couple of weeks, then you know that will raise the price on Toffoli. That that's the one benefit that you you don't want to see anybody hurt like that. But uh, yeah, that could be a serious injury for them, and it could keep him in you know in New York if they can't trade him by the deadline because he's injured. I think he's part of the solution. He's been fantastic for them, mm-hmm. and he and I talked to him at the All Star game. He says, "Look, uh, I don't want to leave. I don't have any, and I don't have any preference for destination, even though he's from the Boston area. I've already want to go on a trade, although he has eleven men, eleven team, no trade clause. Um, I think he's part of the solution. They don't have a ton of talent. I mean, Kako obviously is going to be good, but he's not. He's he's trying to find his way right now. I think he'd be part of the solution, but it, it depends on the price he wants to stay in New York with. Um, it's going to be very, very interesting to see what the Rangers do because they have a bunch of going. They they won. Obviously, they won. 
back-to-back against Detroit because Detroit's awful. But now they've got four home games in a row. They're about nine points out, and they have to climb over some teams. But if they can win all those four home games, which includes one against the Kings, you know, maybe they're in position to make you buy a player at the, at the line. But they've got three goalies. That's the other question. What happens with Hank? Do you trade Georgia? There's a lot of questions in New York right now. All right. As we get uh, rolling here on, on the uh, first period and we move into the second period, we wrap up uh, this first session here. DJ, on your way out, just a question for you. What are you going to be doing? Have you thought about how you're going to gear up for March with these 29 home games in 31 <laughs> days? How are you going to be prepared? I know five and six can be pretty brutal for you yeah, when the Kings yeah, and no, Rain are home no, at the same I know. time. 29 is tough. Uh, a lot of throat coat tea. I'll be drinking a lot of throat coat tea and sucking on a lot of lozenges. We Although, have some lozenges here right now. I see that. Although, if the Kings played the way they did tonight, <laughs> don't have to really worry about that. Okay. Time. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Everybody rested tonight. Pace myself. Pace myself. And someone told me that Starbucks has now, it used to be on the unofficial menu, now it's on the real menu, which is that the thing that the tea that they make, the special tea that helps with your throat. Oh, uh, I've heard about that. I can't remember what the name of it is now. It has, a, it has a, something. Yeah, yeah. Something and like it's that. now like officially on the menu. So oh, is it really? That's I'll what someone to told that. me. I never tried it. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Well, that, that could be right up my alley. There you go. I like that. You get the drive through Starbucks, boom, hit yeah, it up, yeah, yeah. drink it on the and way out. And some rain games in March, too. And this we're gonna be is the last The rain only play, play like seven period. or eight games the entire month of March. Have you looked at the schedule? I have, yeah. It's, it's, it's kind of a weird schedule right. with the lack of games in March, but that's okay because their season does run a couple weeks longer also. So right. when the, after the Kings are done the first weekend of April, there's another week There's another of the week AHL, AHL regular okay. season. Okay. That's really. it. So, DB, will have to get you down there to Ontario no, at no. some, to some and, point. And the rain with the tear they're on lately. We're going to be themselves into playoffs. We're going to be talking about yeah. that in the third period tonight, D, well, uh, DJ. I figured I'd lead you right into well, that. Th- well, first we have to do the second period with Hammer, but then in the third period we well, will talk about you're welcome. the Ontario rain. Thank you very much. You're welcome. They are on straight fire right now that's and right. picked up another win today. That's so. Right. That's a wrap on the first period. Dave Joseph, thanks for stopping by. We always appreciate Appreciate it. Appreciate it, guys. We'll be back in a couple minutes with uh, Mike Hammer from Violent Gentlemen. Welcome back. Second period and uh, a returning guest tonight, DB. He joined We're going us. through the rotation now, John. Well, he joined us earlier this season guests. for uh, Kings Ducks. Yep. He offered to come back and do another Kings Ducks with us. So welcome in. Mike Hammer from Violent Gentleman. Hammer, what's happening? Guys, thank you so much for having me. Uh, I'm you happy sound to so be, professional. I'm happy <laughs> to be, you know... I got a, maybe my mom's listening. Was this a conditional <laughs> appearance, conditioning, con, the condition that the Ducks won tonight? You know, yeah, I was, I was going to just text and be like, uh, yeah, I think I left my car running. <laughs> where is your gas. mom, by the way? Where, where, where would she be listening Orange from? County. She's Orange, Orange County? County? All right. California. Behind yeah. the Orange Curtain. Yep. Oh, All absolutely. Right. Okay. And uh, that was actually a deep cut that I just dropped because one time I came to a Kings game and we parked in the garage across the street. We were in a huge rush. And when we got back to my car, it was still running. 
Get out. <laughs> Left my car running for a full hockey game. Wow. Well, at least you had gas, which is different yeah. than your fiance. Yeah, exactly. good to go. Yeah, still didn't run out of gas like Carl. So um, I do just want to tell you a funny story, DB, off the hop here. Yeah. I went downstairs to pick up Hammer after the game was over to bring him up to do the recording. Yep. And we're riding uh, in the elevator, and someone stopped him and said, hey, Aren't you Carlin's fiance? And they had oh. a little moment, and then we rode yep. up the elevator. And to which Hammer yep. said, "Which I'll let you tell what yeah, you I was say." Like, yeah, check my name. Tell. I'll be, I'll be trophy husband. <laughs> trophy husband. <laughs> Whatever. That's fine. Like I was hey. telling John, like our buddy says, I'll carry her luggage. No problem. Me too. I got the same situation at home with me. Oh, I know. Oh yeah. He'll carry. Yeah, he'll you, carry her McDonald's bag. Yo, best I'll <laughs> deliver it right inside. You know, I'll take the Oscar for best supporting actor. There's right. nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong. Nope. Absolutely. We really were talking true. about this the other day off air, DB. That we don't know how Carlin does it. She lives on McDonald's, and I just don't understand how, how that's possible. She is not joking around. She crushes McDonald's once a day and Wingstop once a day, and. All I've deducted is that it's got to be professional athlete genes. <laughs> it has like to there's, be. There's just, a, there's just a number five defenseman that she was bred from, and it's like that's, that's it. That's not your diet, it. though, right? No. no. Okay. Hold on, though. Hold wish. on. I do want to share. Yep. You want to you hear the hammer, McDonald's? We got into this yeah, whole McDonald's let's do it. rant. This is great. And I was, I was stoked to hear because I've had this argument with people for a long time. Yep. McDonald's cheeseburgers are the absolute best. I don't care what oh, anybody yeah. says. Mm-hmm. So I was excited to hear that Hammer agrees mm-hmm. with me and likes okay. cheeseburgers. But then, of course, Hammer being Hammer, he had to take it to the next level. Of course. Oh, so now yeah. check out. This is, I just eat them straight. Just give me a number two, all wolf down two cheeseburgers. Yeah. No, not Hammer. That's a great <laughs> snack. Lay it on him, Hammer. Okay, well, first of all, if we're going to go super deep, there's three levels of burger categories. Everyone knows this. First one is trash. It's got your place has a drive-thru. Second tier cheeseburger is like a five guys, no drive-thru, but a fantastic, slightly higher priced item. Right. And then you've got your restaurant higher end burger. Fleming's burger. None of those can be compared to each other. Okay. You can't cross over categories. They're siloed. Exactly, because it's like going going to a rain game is fantastic, but you're not going to compare... A fourth liner on the rain to a fourth liner. It's just not. They don't. It don't they don't cross wires. Had to bring it back to hockey. You don't want to do that. I'm trying to keep the. So you can compare Five Guys to, to In and Out Burger. That's legit. see, that's a tough one because In and Out yeah. is a drive-through, right? So they're technically okay. kind of like straddling that line. Right. I'd rather have In and Out than Five Guys. I'm not a Five see, Guys but if guy. If you put Shake Shack against Five Guys, where do you go? Shake Shack crushes Five Guys. Oh my god! But but Five Guys has ten. so many condiments. They have A one. You can get A one. <laughs> I don't need A1. Uh, they, they, could, so they can add 50 more condiments. I don't need any of I've them. I've had Shake Shack once. Yeah. Wasn't impressed. Oh, it, Shake Shack. At, dude, in Vegas. You go to Shake Shack yeah, at yeah. the arena. Yeah. You go to Shake Shack across the street here if you really want to. <laughs> no, if I'm going to eat a burger across the street here, I'm going to Fleming's. I mean, that's a, see, that's a different burger. You it's can't a different say that. style. Yeah, see, I get we that. just explained the category. <laughs> I get oh, sorry. that. All right, I'm like Jeopardy category. You'd love Copator on the Rain, they'd fucking kill it. They'd win the Calder Cup. Easy. God, yeah, I want, I want to see Kopitar on the rain. That would be great. It would, it would be <laughs> that's great. What, that's what this season is turning into. Maybe they can send him down for the playoffs uh, for the Calder Cup run. I, I love. <laughs> Against a, the goals. <laughs> a, cu- a couple years ago, uh, Nate Thompson had gotten hurt, and they let him play a couple goals games to kind of just get back in the swing. Okay. And we talked to him after, and he's like, I'm like, that has to be great. Like, you go down there, you probably feel like king of the road. He's like, no, everyone just wants to fight you. <laughs> like, everybody wants to fight the NHL guy that's here of for course, a minute. Of course. It's a measuring like, stick. Come on, man. Just leave me alone. All right. Bring us up to speed. Let's talk some hockey here. So Please. you uh, you guys did your Buffalo trip since we last spoke. Oh, yeah. How did that yep. go in Buffalo? Buffalo was fantastic. We saw saw a Sabres game, did the event, saw ETID, an amazing time in Buffalo. Okay. One of the best cities. 
And I kept checking your Instagram. I wasn't going to text you and bother you while you were in Buffalo, but oh I needed God. to know because uh, Butcher and the Blade, oh, <laughs> were, yeah. they, were, they, were they there? Oh, they were there. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And it was crazy because they did. Andy's wrestling thing is getting insane. We're like. Every he's Wednesday just, night. He's on TV now. <laughs> Like he, and what's crazy is when he started doing the wrestling thing, he was like, I'm not going to be a 40 year old guy doing wrestling. Like, this is just, I'm just fulfilling a life goal. I'm going to kind of do some house shows. We'll see where it goes. And then just typical, like he was successful at the band because he's a psycho. So now he's successful (laughs) at this because he's a psycho. He's on TV. We need to do something about the hair though. I'm not liking the hair as part of the, the gimmick. Let me tell you, he had the, he's, if I won the lottery, I would spend any dollar amount to have Andy Williams have hair again. Because when he had hair, he was the guy who you'd be like, dude, you should get a perm. And he was like, done deal. He would go and get a perm. Like, he was that dude. It was Fantastic. the best. Okay. Him, him being balding is like, it's an uh, atrocity. I'm not sure Carl's going to go for the. If you win the lottery, that's the number one thing on your list. It's yeah, right. To get, to get yeah, right. Andy Williams I'll hair. tell you this. I didn't check my Powerball tickets from last night. I could be a millionaire right now. Oh. We'd be honored. You'd be. It's possible. By the time this airs, Andy Williams might have hair. Fantastic. <laughs> DB, uh, have you checked out AEW on Wednesday nights on TNT? A, a couple of times. Okay. Did with you the ro- to see with Cody Rhodes. I, I don't know that, that cat. No. Okay. You, you can't miss him. He's the biggest, buffest dude mm-hmm. in, in the entire What's thing. his stage name? Uh, well, it's the Butcher and the Blade. He's the Butcher. Oh, he's the Butcher. Yeah. Okay, fine. And then they have yeah. a, a, a valet who is called Bunny, and she's in, like, black uh, leather Valet. Attire. We're going she's back like, to the 70s when they yeah, had valets yeah. in wrestling. Yeah, sure. yeah. That's the Blade's wife in real life or something? Is that um, what the deal is? Or, or they're a couple? To be honest, I'm not sure. I don't know. Okay, yeah. we can move okay. on. I will that. check out. All right, so uh, you've been taking some other trips. You, you yep. were in Philly. You were yep. in Maine. You were in St. Louis. Give mm-hmm. us the rundown on that trip. I did seven flights in 10 days. Not recommended. <laughs> that, seriously? Um, that's seven, seven, and ten. Wow. seven and 10. Not a big deal. Uh, we went. Dennis is about deal. to explode. Wait, we seven only go days. to shot places that require connections. So right. flew to Philly. Uh, no good direct flights. Nope. Be at LAX at 5 a.m. Right. Rad. Right. Philly to Maine, I think, was the only direct flight I had. Then you got to get to St. Louis. From Maine. For some oh. reason, not an easy place to get no. to. Um, and then from St. Louis, we went to Ontario, California. There you go. So just bananas. And you had a pop-up store in St. Louis, right? We had a pop-up. We did yeah. a beer collab with a really cool brewery out there called Center Ice. Mm-hmm. Um, it's all a hockey-themed brewery. It's kind of like... They have those big, uh, I don't know what they're called, that they make beer in. Are they hoppers? The big yeah. metal vats cylinders? Vats. Yeah, big cylinders. So they have their whole brewing area, and the whole brewing area is kind of like, you know when you're at like a Carl Strauss or something like that? It's like in a glass room. Yeah, yes. right. It's behind glass. Yeah, so here they're kind of like, well, why not invite the fans in? So they put hockey boards around all of them. And you can stand on the boards idea. and just, like, watch the guys wow. brew beer. Okay. And you can crush a beer that you grab at the bar, and there's TVs playing hockey everywhere. How'd like, you find these cats? Um, so the guy, the owner is just a huge VG fan. He is, okay. And he emailed us and said, hey, All-Star Game's coming up. I'd love to, like, start to work together. Here's, like, a photo of me from, like, six years ago wearing a VG shirt before I even started it. Like, <laughs> I'm a legit awesome. fan. We're like, oh, this guy's amazing. So we worked with them, and they were great. What do, you, what do you do? Because you don't drink. So what do you do? Just watch everybody else crush watch beers? Else drink. <laughs> I crush two doors down. There's an insane barbecue. Uh, the top, according to the Food Network, the top ribs in America. 
Okay. So we crushed that. I had a Diet Coke. Good to go. <laughs> and I see you're wearing an Operation Ivy shirt tonight. Yep. You should have let me Play know that in. in advance, and then we could have thrown on some Operation Ivy. Sorry. Last time it worked Play out perfect with, with your shirt. shirt. Yeah, and everything. Uh, speaking of that, are you going Friday night, uh, Punk Rock Bowling? They're playing. You said you're going to go. I will be there. Oh, it's going to be fantastic. I will be there. And okay. That was part of our Philly trip is the Menzingers are from Philly, so that first night, you'll love this. Okay. Menzingers getting big. Pumped them on the last podcast. I'll pump them again. They're pumping up. They're pumping up. They're playing pretty good-sized rooms, probably two to 4,000 cap rooms. The first night I was in Philly, I always do this. You do the same thing, I'm sure. If I'm traveling for a hockey game, I look and see if there's a concert. Absolutely. If I'm yeah. traveling for a concert, I look and see <laughs> if there's a hockey yeah, game. Boom. Yeah, right. You know what I mean? While I'm in town, let's see it. Have to do both. Menzingers played a 150-cap oh, bar oh. in Philly the night I got there. That's, that's too good. Bananas. That's it too was good. incredible. Got to see them with their local people. It was unreal. I just saw the oh, used no. at the Troubadour about a week ago. Oh, shit. That's yeah. my favorite venue. Oh, yeah. I mean, come on. Favorite Anybody venue. at the Troubadour is good with me. Insane. Yeah. The Would used, watch anything there. I, I felt bad, though. There were literally girls outside that were crying that they couldn't, like, you know, yeah. they were, Can, please, I need a scalp yeah. a ticket. And you just, you couldn't get in. And you're just like. They sold that whole tour out in, like, 30 seconds. What's the limit on your dad's <laughs> yeah, credit card? Yeah. How much? <laughs> Let how me much? pull out the reader. I might, but, I might take a hit on this one. Yeah, it's fantastic. I uh, <laughs> actually tweeted out during the third period that I'm looking for a punk rock bar in Colorado Springs. Oh. Because during the outdoor game. Mm. I need something to do on Friday night, so right. we need to find a good show that's going on over there. Oh, interesting, because Thursday night is Capitals Avalanche. Yes. Are you going to go to that? I'm not. Oh. No, but right. I, you told yeah. me you were going. I thought, thought you enjoyed the sport. Um, <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> that's okay, though. Capitals Avalanche, it won't be a high-powered game. Um, you'd be good just watching the Kings. Okay. Right? Yeah. All right. Okay. That's how it's going to be. Uh, what was <laughs> what, so that, that was St. Louis. What was the highlight of being in – I mean, can you even talk about what the highlights were in – in Philadelphia? I, I love mean, Philadelphia. I, I do, think, too. I think it's great. I do, too. I thought it was going to be a pile um, just based on, <laughs> based on you know, criticisms, and it was snowing. Everywhere I went, it was snowing, okay. which is fine. I love the snow. Carlin bought me a beautiful new jacket for Christmas. Wait that, a minute. Hold on. A non-VG jacket? Oh, she bought me like a... So on my last trip to New York, it was cold, and you don't realize how cold it is until you're from California and you're wearing your warm clothes. Right, right. <laughs> you're like, and the wind's cutting through you like you're a like, knife. this is yeah. the thing I have to pull out of the weird closet in the house. Yeah, like, right. this isn't like in a normal <laughs> closet and you're still cold. So I was like, babe, we're going back. Like, I need a real jacket. So that's, that was my big Christmas present was like a super nice uh, North Face jacket. How did you even know? I, like I said on the last pod, uh-huh. I've never seen you in non-VG I mean, you know, gear. I, what, what? I run the hat, okay. and then it's, it's all and good. It was fine. Or yeah. I wore the flannel. We got okay. the flannel. Yes, by the yeah, way, I am good. rocking the VG flannel tonight. I have the black one. How do you feel about it? Uh, I like it. Yeah. I like it. Yeah, I, I wanted to get the black one first. I don't have yeah, the green yeah. one yet. I wanted to check it out, see how I liked it. Maybe, I've worn it a few times. Maybe uh, maybe I ship a couple flannels up okay. as uh for you guys to review. Okay. And then they can Would you do a review? promote out. Yeah. We read other reviews on this show. Oh, well. The negative reviews about John's selection of music, actually. Yeah. People love the content of the show, but we've had a few complaints about the music. They don't yep. know. Well, so to those people, I just say thanks for listening. We'll play more of that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, in five years, you'll realize what's going on. Right. That's okay. <laughs> Hit me up when you figure out what good music yeah. is. Yeah, just be honest. <laughs> okay. Just be honest. In five uh, years, when you listen. Hammer, that would be great if you sent us some flannels, but let's be honest. Where are the kings of the podcast shirts? Because I need to let you know, yeah. the two most common questions that I get these days... Yep. Number one, when are the Kings going to make a trade? Right. And number two, <laughs> what's up with the Kings of the podcast VG shirts? Hey, and I just say, is, I give him your phone number. I just say, here, text Hammer. And he'll, this is amazing. And okay. Yeah, because you just know I won't text back. So that's no, <laughs> that's true. I was <laughs> talking to DB about like, that earlier today. I said, 
I hammered. He's like, it's the weirdest thing. He just, he'll ghost you and then he'll go on a tear and he just won't stop. Dude, because I'm at this weird point. I don't know if you guys, you guys are probably in a similar world. I'm just getting over information. Between social media, email, Slack, it's ridiculous. Text. It's wild, it's ridiculous. right? Mm-hmm. So there's times where I like I do this thing where you know you'll wake up on like a Saturday and be like, I'm getting so much shit done today, yeah. and then it's like eight and you're like, I didn't do anything. <laughs> I have so much stuff to do. I'm going to just do nothing. I feel like that's what ends up happening, and then I get like a burst of energy at like 10 p.m. and I'm blazing. <laughs> exactly. <through everyone. laughs> The best is That's when I text him and Carl together, and they each think that they responded to my text, oh. and neither one responded. And then four days later, well, Carl's at McDonald's. Sorry. You're better off, like, texting our dog <laughs> and, and having him let us know. Wally will get it figured out. That's All right. Sure. Uh, so, Nick Delorier tonight, scrapping with McDermott. Any thoughts on that? A couple of tough guys. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, they fought each other before this season, and I think that was the kind of viral clip where – they were in the box kind of giving each other like the, hey, great Kudos, fight, great yep. fight, back mm-hmm. and forth. And then mid-fight, it was like hero of the game. And they had to stop chatting to get up and like count <laughs> on the pass and give a clap. And I was like, I was like, this is like a microcosm of everything that's right about this sport. Like, right. it, it was Honorable, perfect. you do your thing, and then you... And you, then you say, hey, great job, great you job, clap for the veteran, it's perfect. Right. I thought it was a good fight. I, uh, McDermott's the, the younger guy, he's a tough guy. He's a tough player. Solid. Uh, the inside tip on Delorier is that he's great at fighting because he has uh, super long reach. Mm-hmm. That's what I've I've asked some dudes like, "What's his deal?" And they're like, "Tough as nails, spends a lot of time working out, super strong guy, but also has a really long reach." Has some really good tats too. Great tat, tatted down. Just yeah. came by VG uh, last week. Did he really? Yep. Got geared up. So finally, we've been meaning to get to. He's one like. There's guys that I'm like, eh, you're not. You don't have a ton of followers or anything, but, like, I just want you wearing the shirt. And he's, he's one of is them. That, is that how you gauge who you're going to give the shirts to? I say, I say this all the time. If we started if we started our brand with Sidney Crosby, we wouldn't be where we were. Why do you say that? Because the real people in this league are the tough guys. Always. Okay. They have, they're the guys that have the – I mean, obviously it's not a blanket statement, but – no. They're the guys that have the personality. They're the guys that everyone on the team loves no matter what. Like, that's what we built the brand on, and it's the best. So we look for the Nick Deloria. Fantastic. He's our guy. Uh, I want to get to Coach Dallas Eakins here in a few minutes, but first I just Ooh. want to talk about tonight's game. Yep. So uh, you had Jacob Larson who had a goal. You had Derek Grant had a goal. Max yep. Jones had a goal. Yep. Interesting on Max Jones because he played mm-hmm. really well against the Kings, I thought, earlier in the season, preseason perhaps. Then they, I remember they scratched him, mm-hmm. and I couldn't figure out why they sent him down for one day and then brought him back mm-hmm. up. Yeah. Of course, tonight he is in the lineup and he scores. I love Max Jones. Yeah. But uh, Derek Grant, I mean, what's going on here? Four goals against the L.A. Kings. He had one goal, then a two-goal game, mm-hmm. and then has another goal tonight. It's it's interesting. It's like, even though both teams are not great at the bottom of the standings, it's like, these are the games that it's like, well, here's something we can rally around, right? Like, we're going into this building. Let's get heated up for it. You know Getz has got the guys, got the guys buzzing. And it's like, Matt, I, I don't know if you, or no, I saw you there. We were at the, Max Jones was playing in the, uh, what's that tournament we went to? The rookie tournament? The rookie tournament? Yeah, at the rink. He was killing people at He's the rookie yeah. tournament. He's he was great. Fantastic. And I text Manson, and Manson's like, they let him play in that? Well, he's like, dude, that's not fair. No, he's like, Anaheim, he's Anaheim um, they, 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 well, okay, they played within the rules, but they were the only team that sent anybody that had more than, like, 
one or two games of uh, of NHL, NHL experience. Yeah. yeah. So like, I think the combined total in the tournament, excluding Anaheim, was like six games of, uh-huh. between all the other teams. Yep. And Anaheim was like in the hundreds uh, of of games experience. They were home. They're in the new, that new rink. Hey, good for them. You got to come out and win a couple. Yeah. And... No, I get it. I get it. Yeah. That was a lot of fun. Hey, Hammer, remember when your team had a lot of defensemen? You know, we did this funny thing Remember where that? we said we had a lot of defensemen. Now let's get too many tiny forwards. That's what happened. <laughs> too many of those. Yep. I mean, that's that's the whole the whole game is trying to level the canoe. You know what I mean? <laughs> so it's like you you tip too far one way, you're more than likely going to tip too far the other way. Okay, you're not evening it out right away. Okay, this so, is one of the reasons chance. why I've said that. In yeah. my opinion, the Kings have the better prospect pool because, on balance, that's what mm-hmm. they have. They have yeah, more balance, they right. have the defensemen, they have the goaltending, yep. they have the forwards. Anaheim, they're all in on the forward group, and they're going to have yep. to sort that out, and then probably trade some of those young forwards mm-hmm. to get some defense to kind of back up what they're doing there. Which brings me to Coach Dallas Eakins, though. Yep, I'm I'm starting to. Lose a little faith here. I'm starting to really? wonder, is is Eakins in for the long term, or is this a guy who's best suited to be an AHL coach? I say that because I expected more from Anaheim this year. I expect hmm. I didn't think that they were going to you know win the division or anything, yeah. but I certainly expected more because their prospects were a year or two ahead of where the Kings were, for and sure. I'm just not seeing it from their young players. I think their young players are going to. To me, they just looks they look like they get pushed around a little bit. Yeah. Like Troy Terry is is nasty, but you see him next to McDermott, he legit looks like his like he's like his little brother. Like Well, that's McDermott. That's everybody though. For sure. But I mean that's I feel like that's when I watch, that seems to be the thing is they need to put on size. If they're gonna play with like a get soft. So are they soft? Is that what you're saying? I don't think they're soft because Max Jones, Max Jones is a wiry little guy. Like mm-hmm. he's He's cr- he's doing his best. I I think they need to just stay in the gym. Mm-hmm. I mean, keep keep going. I mean, it's fun. It's a funny thing because we see guys over the years come into VG, and like one year they come in and they're a medium, Score, right. and then they come in and they're like proud to be like, I'm a large now. <laughs> gonna, <laughs> but, gonna need to size up on these buys. I'm like, oh nice. I'm with you, Mayor. Give me the player who's really improved with Dallas Eakins. The coach. yeah, I'm just. I, I, I'm, not, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not going all in on the you know yeah. fire Dallas Eakins. I'm just no. saying. I'm a little concerned. I just expected more, especially because he had such a strong connection with so many of the young players sure. in San Diego last year, mm-hmm. and you thought it was the a natural title tidal wave to sort of ride, and it just hasn't been there. So haven't seen Daryl around the last couple of weeks, uh, but it would be great to sort of get Daryl's comments. And I thoughts. wouldn't. I wouldn't be concerned about the coach. I would be wor- worried about the general manager. Yeah, it's well, this is not the time of the year normally where the general manager for Anaheim is around very much, leading up no, to the trade deadline. No, no, he's. <laughs> he is, but I will say, he will snag a weird fourth liner that ends up panning out, and you're like, huh, I'll be damned. Yes. He, ma- he made something out of Derek Grant twice. He did. Look uh, now, that. look, on the VG side, you guys yep. do have a new project coming up. Uh, you're involved in a, in a hockey magazine that's not called The Fourth Period. That's right. Tell us all about it and make Dennis super jealous. So. <laughs> The fourth, I mean, the fourth period sick, first of all. I paid for a subscription. You did. Full price. I know. Why? Full price. I get them for free. Why would you pay for full <laughs> Because I know how it goes, Dennis. The okay. ship doesn't keep sailing without monies. <laughs> I understand. It's I understand right. this. Uh, so we have a, a buddy who is just kind of 
a super good like hockey friend. You know, we have you guys probably have a million ancillary people that do different things around here. We don't. Say. Dennis and I have one <laughs> friend. It's you. That's it. Oh man. Well, I'll be oh, back. and Dave Joseph, who's sitting down two, two doors down Fantastic. over here. Well, I'll be on episode twenty then. Um, so. We've known, we've known our, our buddy Taylor for a long time. He's a, a talented artist, really talented designer, smart guy, huge hockey guy. And he started this uh, hockey magazine that's meant to almost be a book. It's uh, like a high-end, retails for $20, and it's just like a very... A magazine for $20? Yeah. Yeah. So it's okay. part of this... Uh, but an actual physical Physical, magazine. super heavy, hard stock. Like, like you would put it on a bookshelf coffee with Coffee table books. book. Like very, yeah, exactly. Right. Absolutely. Like cigar aficionado, but up a level. For sure. Okay. Very, a very nice, like you hold it and flip through it and you're like, oh, this is really nice. Like it's only going to come out quarterly. It's a whole thing. Uh, first issue, he actually uh, interviewed Clifford. Clifford was in ep- issue one. So issue two just came out. And the difference between one to two is Violent Gentlemen are now a part of the magazine. And um, we are collaborators. We're partners. We're just helping him do a ton of stuff. So issue two came out and it's amazing. And it's thing that's great is he is purposefully making them. Like if you picked up any of the magazines, the goal is to make it look like the NHL is the smallest thing in hockey. So he's trying to highlight all of the other great things that are going on in sport and the NHL. He's kind of like, they get enough. Although there'll be obviously some things you don't leave it out, but he wants to highlight all the other really cool stuff that's going on in hockey. And what's the name of the magazine? Uh, It's called crease crease. I'll send you guys a couple. We got our press list going this week. You guys will be right on there. I'll get issues one. Since and we two are in the press, you guys, get I mean, literally, look at you right here in the press, the press box. Press <laughs> I saw the sign. I was sneaking in. Exactly. You want to know something funny too? I was uh, getting off the freeway to get here tonight. Yeah. And I had a slight panic attack because I thought that I, uh, when I walked out of the house this, today, I remember seeing my All Star yeah. credential, credential yeah. Yeah. on the stair cap. Yeah. And I, for whatever reason, I thought that my King's credential King, yeah. was there. And so, I was thinking, if I get off the freeway at Staples Center and I don't have my credential to get in, A, there's no way to talk your way in past no, the security now. Just go home. I'm just going. And that's what I was thinking. I'm going home, but hold on. <laughs> we're doing this thing after. So I'm, so I'm going to have back. to go, so I'm gonna go sit at LA Live oh. you know, we'll for three hours. You marry at the bar. We'll do it from there. Let yeah. me tell you, banged it out. Carlin, for some reason, right by the front door, <laughs> leaves her pass from last year. And... Ten times out of ten, where when she does this whole dance where she's leaving the house and goes, where's my credential? Like, yells that anytime I'm home. I'm sure she does it when she's by herself. I'm like, oh, it's right here. And she's like, that's last year's. I'm like, why is this right here? Can we put this so in good. a drawer? Come on. And then you've got an all-star one just sitting on the stairs. It, it is, yeah, because I took it off and I just needed to put it away. So yeah. now I'll put it away when I go home tonight Please. so that I, it won't. Won't have to deal with that again. But yes, it was a slight panic moment, and then oh. I realized that I had it, so I was okay. So I was I clear. You. We're in the we're we're good to go. I feel you on that one. That's tough. DB, any more questions for Hammer before we uh, let him go and we move on to the third period to the rain report? Did you see that uh, fight tonight? Oh, I thought it was I thought it was a great tilt. Not a ton of connections, but mm-hmm. fantastic. Well, hold on. You guys might not be talking about the same fight. I'm talking about the goalie oh, fight. In- oh, you're talking about Battle of Alberta? Yeah, yeah, Oh, yeah. my God. How much more time do we have? <laughs> we have a few more. Okay. Yeah. Anyone, it's a podcast. We're good. Our anyone, next commercial break's not for a while. Yeah. Anyone that says that they are trying to get any sort of fighting or hitting out of hockey just needs to watch that whole thing transpire and just go, this is the greatest sport on earth. Right. 
the NHL is coming back. So we took a sway. We we pushed the canoe too yeah, far we did, away. Yeah, yeah. We got all the fighters out of here. You're all in on the canoe analogies the tonight. Canoe, <laughs> I use it in my life all the time because it's real. People, you'll start to see. You'll see. You got a lot of canoes in your life. Okay. Start paying attention. Damn it! I'm going to use that You're analogy this be, week. I know just it's going to be happen. trying to level out all your level out all your canoes. So the NHL tried to get rid of all the fighters. Cool, they're gone. Now we got a league full of rats. Fantastic. So then. Now we're coming back this way. A goalie's roughing a guy up, and now we're back to where you have to be accountable for your shit. Yeah. Other goalie comes down and is like, "Nah, dog." I believe it was Mike Smith. <laughs> it's Mike it was. Smith. Yeah. It was Mike, Mike Smith. Smith. Yeah. Mike Smith is amazing. TKO Mike Smith. He's amazing. Mike yeah. Smith is better at the red line in a fight than he is he's in the crease. Goal. That's right. Oh my god, that's. <laughs> I would bet he's better at scoring goals than stopping them. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly. a thousand percent. But he's old school and he's keeping the game where it should be. So he's a goalie roughing up a player. I get I lose my mind all the time because I forget we're in like a modern hockey era where I'll see like a goalie getting into it with a guy and I'm like, oh, I can't. And I look the other way. Dude's just like drinking water. Doesn't give a shit. I'm like, at least skate out. Like, act like you're somewhat engaged. Well, Mike Smith is uh, rather guilty of roughing up players himself. There's, of course, a few famous incidents with Dustin Brown and Mike Smith and the whacking behind the legs, too. So So he's ready to answer the bell, though. Uh, Well, tonight he was, absolutely. And he won tonight. I give him the TKO victory. Yeah, that was Uh, awesome. Without question. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, it was a Mike Smith victory. Won the game. Game, won the goalie fight. Like, give him the cup. What was the final score? One hundred to four. It was eight to three. Eight to and three. And there was a penalty shot at the end. Oh, and not only that, you know, the the night before or the game before, Rinich when he when the shooter he did the, the he did the bat the toss. Stick yeah, yeah. He let when he went off because he started this game, got pulled. The Edmonton bench gave him the business coming off oh. the ice. Oh, did they ripping the shreds? It's great. You see these guys screaming, yelling at him, eh, stick to us. Yeah, that's great, huh? Oh and then he had to go God. back in after the goalie. He had to go back <laughs> in because the goalies got thrown out of the game. I'll tell you, I obviously I watch a lot of Ducks games. I will say the most competitive Ducks games are when someone pisses Getz off. off. That is when yeah, he's at I the see top, the absolute top of his game is when you piss him off. And I'm sure there's so many guys that are like that, that it's like, you know you're about to play him again. Why are you going to try to rattle McDavid's cage? Totally. Like, <laughs> you know they're going to just come in and dump They can't you. help themselves. Oh, my gosh. It's insane. He threw the gold stick. Yeah. It's oh. Love it. Hammer. Beautiful. It's uh, 25 minutes in the books. It's fantastic. Extended run in the second period. I could do 125. We could. So there are, I believe, two more Ducks games. Well, two more Kings games. Depends yep. on which side of the calendar you're on. Yep. So we'll have to get you back on for those two, and we'll, we'll continue back. this. I'll be back for both of them, no matter the venue. Fantastic. Thank you, Ham. Look forward to reading Crease Magazine. Violent Gentlemen, you guys are doing releases all the time now with all this new product. A ton. A lot of products. You have the new Skull, uh, the new Bones VG hat that came out. Oh, yeah. That so thing, all a kinds beautiful of, wool hat. All kinds of fantastic yep. stuff. It's kind of like an old-school vibe. I feel, like, I feel like our man Dennis would wear one. Yeah. I think we could get him in one, uh, Dennis. Yeah, Dennis. I'm not good with the with the wool, but I would I would definitely. Dennis is afraid of the cold. Head. By the way, tonight before no. uh, doing the podcast, uh-huh. we, we were comparing weather notes for the uh, <laughs> for uh, Colorado Springs, and yeah, he's uh, he might worried? need to borrow your big thick jacket. Worried. that you're I'll, big put your, I'll put you right inside my jacket. <laughs> no, no, I'm good. I'm, you're from I New got, York, yeah. I, please, oh I no, no, no. That was a long time ago. It was 32 degrees and snow all weekend. He's from the valley now, so oh, that's true. Who's talking? It drops below 70. You know, when did you ever live in cold weather? Stop wow. it. I don't need to Whoa. live in cold weather. Why, why would anybody want to live in cold weather? It's no, crazy, here's, I'll give you the story for, for Colorado Springs, right? Yep. The lovely Patty Joe is going with me because oh, we're staying at the Broadmoor, trip. right? So it's going to be great. So You guys are staying at the Broadmoor? Yeah, Saturday and Sunday. We couldn't get in for Friday because it's Valentine's Day. She's a lucky lady. So we're going to fly to Denver. We're going to do um, our radio show from Denver Saturday morning, drive down Colorado Springs. I haven't bought her a ticket yet because 
It's 19. It's going to be probably 19 degrees. Yeah, yeah. It's a 6 o'clock start. And yep. I said to her, would you rather go to the game on bench seating, right, because she's spoiled, or yeah. would you rather stay at the Broadmoor and go to the spa? I'm not buying a ticket. She chose wisely. Exactly. Wow. Yeah. What yeah. a badass Patty Joe is. She is. She's, she rules And then the you're roost. putting her up at the spa while you're... Yeah. Well, I'm, well hopefully we would be in the press box, I mean... Me and Panyota and I, I heard I heard the uh, I heard they're putting the press like in the in the far corner at field level. <laughs> Fine, that's what I saw. I'll be there for the opening face off. Take pictures. Hey, <laughs> let's get back in the in the Yukon and drive back to amazing. Well, also, I will be I will be seeing you guys in Colorado Springs. Look forward to it. Can't Absolutely. wait to actually see you in a non VG uh, item. You'll be wearing your big You're Christmas wearing... present jacket. Hey, North <laughs> stay face. warm. North, North face. face. Sponsor yes. me. <laughs> let's go. <laughs> Violent gentlemen, Mike Hammer. Thanks, Hammer. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Welcome back to the third period of Kings of the Podcast with DB and the Mayor. It's been a fantastic show already, DB, but we're uh, we're guests. back for more. Two guests. Third period, Kings of the Podcast. Dennis, look, the yeah. third period is normally where we do the rain report, and I do have a lot of prospect updates here. I'm going to talk about Kapari and Turcotte. Awesome. I have stuff on Jacob Ingham and Kaliev and Akil Thomas and the Ontario Rain and Rempel and Jod and all sorts of stuff. That's what you stuff. do, Jay. Plus, we're going to talk about uh, some news out of Seattle and oh, also yeah. in the American <laughs> Hockey League. But before we do, there are a couple of topics that we need to get out here. Okay. Um, on the trade front, I do want yeah. to tell you, in digging around and talking to my sources, it looks like the goalie move for the LA Kings is most likely going to be made over the summer. There's Makes probably sense. not going to be something that's going to happen between either Jack Campbell or Jonathan Quick right. at the Agreed. trade deadline. The Kings have enough heavy lifting to do with Toffoli, Martinez, Lewis, yep. and some of these other cats. It looks like the goalie move is going to happen over makes the summer. One of those guys is going to have to go, though, over the summer because, as we've talked about before, Cal Peterson is expected in Los Angeles next year. So He's the heir apparent. Absolutely. So we will get yeah. to we will get to that uh, a little bit later as we get towards the end of the season and into the summer. I will give you one quick Jonathan quick note, uh, and this horn is going to drive me insane. You know how much it bothers me, but uh, we are live from the Staples Center. Uh, Jonathan Quick just the other day was practicing uh, with an all-silver mask. If you remember, the Kings in two weeks are going to be playing outdoors in Colorado Springs. DB yep. will be there, and the Kings are wearing those silver, silver chrome, chrome helmets. helmets. Yep. And if you missed one of the previous episodes... They are going to be wearing that outdoor jersey one home game at Staples Center. It's on February 29th against the New Jersey Devils. It's a 1 o'clock day game. We'll have to see if they break those uh, silver helmets out for the, that, that day as well. And remember, from what I heard, they're trying to get those silver helmets added to their uniform kit for next year. They're where they would uh, wear them with the silver jerseys uh, that they wear on their Saturday night special. So oh, that's boy. what's going on there. And so Quickie had this, like, more chromed out silver mask that he was uh, skating with at practice the other day. Didn't tweet out a picture of it, unfortunately, but uh, that's what's going on there. Look, the big news, and I know you have some comments about this, and then I'm going to give you my rebuttal. Please. Uh, Arthur Staple. Right. Writes for The Athletic, covers the New York Islanders, mm -hmm. and a week or so ago put Solid out. Solid writer, legit guy. Fine. Absolutely. Legit guy. 
puts out his commentary for the week or for the day, whatever it was. And it was like an Islanders wish list. Okay. And kind of buried at the bottom of the article, there was a passing note that said that the, uh, from what he had heard, the LA Kings are, uh, the front office is in some... State of flux. State of flux, and that the uh, GM would be replaced over the summer. Right. Go ahead. Say There'll your be piece, a change and then I'll give in you my ma- management. Okay. I, I, I was surprised as you were. Right. Mm-hmm. I, was in, I was in St. Louis for the All-Star game. I started texting some people, and they're t- I will say this. There's legs to the story. Okay. It's not, it's not something that was fabricated. Right. There's not people coming back to me and saying that maybe Rob does just step away. Rob does, has done very well in his life, um, really doesn't need the money, and maybe he's done with the aggravation and doesn't want to continue. And the theory there is that Ron Hextel would then assume the general manager spot. Okay. So I will now tell you that I also talked with my sources about this and everything that I've heard from what I will tell you, yeah. this whole thing is absolute nonsense. Okay, great. Now, what I will say is this. People like to look at the Luke Robitaille, Rob Blake relationship and they're, they're trying to understand it. And what, So let me add a little context yeah, and do. color to Absolutely. this. Okay? If Love you it. take a step back to the time period when Dean Lombardi was the general manager, and at some point we're going to have to stop talking about Dean Lombardi, <laughs> but it yeah. is important for context. Right. When agree. Dean Lombardi was here as the general manager, the King's house was divided. And what I mean by that is there were two people that were responsible, one for the right side of the house, that was Luke Robitaille on Correct. the business relations side, right. and Dean Lombardi was completely responsible on the hockey yeah. operations side. Mm-hmm. And so Dean did not report to Luke. Dean was able able to do whatever he wanted to do and Luke could have opinions but Dean ultimately had the final call right when Dean Lombardi was relieved of his duties and Luke Robitaille became the president he became the president over both sides of the house the entire team so Rob Blake reports to Dean uh, excuse me reports to Luke Robitaille so from that sense Rob Blake does not have the same amount of power, and I'm using air quotes right now. Right. People can't see it, but he doesn't have the same power that Dean Lombardi had as general manager because he reports to somebody where, in this case... There's or, another layer. There's right. another exactly. layer, right? Okay. So, Perfect. from that standpoint, there is a little bit, and I'm not going to use the word dissension. Uh, I would just say there's a disagreement at times, from what I understand, between the two, and they come from... Wanting and needing different things. Luke Robitaille, as the president of the team, obviously is concerned not only with the play on the ice, mm-hmm. but he also is concerned with season ticket of uh, holders. He's also concerned with corporate sponsors. advertisers, right. sponsors, all that sort of stuff. So from that standpoint, Luke Robitaille, very smart businessman, been in this game long enough to know this is a star-driven town, and he needs big stars in order to sort of satisfy some of those people. And... Well, Given what's going on this week, you could see how important stars are to the Absolutely. Angels. And Rob right. Blake, being the good hockey man that he is, understands that this is, in, especially in this league, that it's more about having a long-term vision. So I think it's irresponsible reporting, as far okay. as I'm concerned, to say that the two are on different pages. They're not. And I go back to the August uh, meeting that they had with the season ticket holders when they rolled the plan out. Mm-hmm. If they, in my opinion... If there was any sort of dissension where they weren't on the same page, it might have been last year as they were going through this confusing part of trying to understand where are they at and really where do they need to go Mm -hmm. moving forward. They got on the same page. They presented the plan to everybody. They told the world that this is the plan. Right. They are in lockstep. The Kings, have they're not ready to abandon the plan. They, They have a plan. They're sticking to it. Rob Blake is the general manager. I find this story to be completely not worth my time, and I'm disappointed that we even had to, had to address it, but too many fans kept tweeting us about Why it. Why would a guy in New York 
who has no affiliation or connection to the team, who's not drawing anything and then getting courtesy out of it, mm-hmm. report that? It's a great question. I, mm-hmm. I can't speak to what his motivation would be. I, I'm very good at connecting the dots. I could give you some possible theories on what that might be. Mm-hmm. Somebody probably told him that. Where did that person get the information from? Right. It's, it's no different than when we get information from our sources. What's their motivation? For example, yeah. I'll talk about the Seattle Kraken. I mentioned on the <laughs> – N- seriously, I mentioned this on no, the air know. the other day you on NHL Radio. A that from what job. I heard, that the team is going to be called the Seattle Kraken. I said I found it surprising. I thought they were going with the Sockeyes. I sense have found out some reasons why. They might have moved off of that. What would be the motivation of the person that told me the information about the Kraken? It came from a reliable source, someone who normally gives me good information. Uh, It came from two people, actually, but the first one gives me normally very reliable information. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm not sure why. Sometimes we get in the media, we get information from people that have other agendas um, and or from people that have other understandings. What I can tell you is this. Am I right 100% of the time when it comes to the LA Kings? Absolutely not. Nobody is. No one is. But I will tell you this. For all of the big, major moves that have taken place with this team over the last, I don't know, 10 years, five years at the minimum, I'd say I've been pretty plugged into. I knew about the Dean Lombardi thing. I talked about the Dean Lombardi Mm -hmm. thing four to six months before it happened. I knew about the captaincy with Mm -hmm. Dustin Brown six months before it happened. Uh, So I'd like to believe I'm pretty plugged in. What I will tell you is nothing to this level of Blake being replaced as the general manager has come up on my radar in the last couple of months at all whatsoever. Okay. So if Arthur Staple is right, kudos to him because him and his sources completely well, scooped me on this but deal. But there's two things. But context, though. Sure. You said replaced. I'm saying he walks away. But whatever. I'm saying that he's the general manager. That's what I'm saying. There's no There's no legs to this story. Okay. So so when we're in Montreal in June, he's going to be at the table. As far as I'm concerned and from okay. everybody that I talk to. Okay. Again, am I right? I don't know. I don't have a crystal ball. I can't see into the future. And if I'm wrong, then I'll be the first one to stand up and say, hey, I didn't see that coming and all my sources were wrong. They did a a great job of of keeping it from me and all that sort of stuff. But I'd like to believe I'm pretty plugged into what's going on with the organization. And I just, I don't think that this is a story. I don't buy it. I don't buy it. Great. Time will tell. Great conversation. All right. Moving on, let me give you some other information. Uh, let's talk about the prospects. Rasmus Kapari. Uh, everybody might remember that he was injured during the World yep. Junior Championships. He finally just had surgery on Wednesday, DB. That's like a month after That's... the injury took place. Um, you might be asking why. And the reason is they wanted to wait. They wanted to see how his MCL would right. heal up. And so they were also doing um, a little bit of prehab which is different than rehab that happens before. <laughs> they were doing some prehab to find out uh, to reduce some of the swelling and then also, to, this is interesting, to um, increase his range of motion mm-hmm. pre-surgery. Surgery. That's and from what yeah. I was told, this, has been, this was a clean ACL repair. There was no MCL damage. Good. Uh, good and news. this didn't really move back his, his time frame much. It's still about a six- to eight-month recovery, right. which means that he's in for a tough summer, sure. and he's going to try to be back uh, for training camp. But it's so, not like the hurdle injury where he tore ACL and MCL. Yeah. It makes it even so a it more difficult recovery. Very yeah. encouraging from that standpoint, if, if it can be encouraging when you have uh, surgery on your, on your knee. Um, but, yeah, so it was a clean ACL repair, and that just happened on Wednesday. That's the Rasmus Kapari update. Uh, Alex Turcott. He's been out with a lower body injury. He did miss the game against Minnesota. They're the mm-hmm. series against Minnesota this weekend. That, of course, is a bummer for fans in Los Angeles because you could have watched the games uh, locally. Right. Uh, but uh, more importantly, 
Um, there's no real word on what's going on with this lower body injury. According to Coach Tony Granado, if this was the playoffs, he probably would have played. Okay. So I guess that's a good sign. Yep. Um, but it's a little disappointing and a little concerning because they were expecting him to be back this weekend, and then he not. missed some practice time and then didn't play. What I'm most interested in, of course, it's all about me, DB. Um, <laughs> will he play next weekend in Michigan? Why am I interested in that? Because in two weeks while we're in Colorado Springs, yeah. Kings on Kings crime, baby. Uh -oh. Wisconsin playing number Let's eight go. Penn State, Cole Holtz. <laughs> That's so you right. have Holtz on defense, you have Turcotte on offense, some Kings on Kings crime. So <laughs> best of luck to young Alex Turcotte. And then, of course, as the season winds down there in Wisconsin, uh, we will all be wondering, will he be returning for his second year? Smart Money says that he will be coming out and turning pro. He will. Okay. So we'll have to wait and see, though, because you never know. The injury could play into part of this True. as well. Um, so we'll have to see where that goes. Moving on with the LA Kings prospects, uh, Kaliev, he scored he, uh, today. He, uh, he has 75 points in 42 games. Um, in the nine games since the World Juniors, though, DB, he's only had he's two goals. Quiet, yeah. his, uh, his one goal was against Peterborough uh, just a couple days ago, and then he had his second goal today. So Kaliev, the arty party, is returning. That's good. <laughs> Speaking of Peterborough, Akil Thomas, who waived his no-trade clause uh, with, uh, with Niagara, and uh, 15 goals in 27 games with Niagara in the first part of the season. Then went to the World Juniors with Team Canada. Everybody knows yep. the golden, golden goal. goal. Yep. He's played 10 games with Peterborough. Since then, he's had one goal in those 10 games. That's not very... Uh-oh, he's uh, a bust. Uh, <laughs> no, he's not. Come on now. He's not very... Been not, not very Akil Thomas in the goal department. However, he does have 18 assists in those 10 games, and he has a point, at least one point in all 10 games played in Is the Is he Pete's playing jersey. 29 minutes on blue line, too? He's, <laughs> they have not needed him on defense That's yet. That's good news. Of course, okay. though, Peterborough is hoping that uh, the acquisition of Akil Thomas is going to help push them into a very deep uh, uh, Memorial Cup run, very deep playoff run there uh, in, in the uh, Canadian Junior Leagues. One of the other players to really keep an eye on in the OHL, Kings prospect, is Jacob Ingham. Yep. The kid has absolutely been on fire in net, has done a phenomenal job under some adverse circumstances this year. He was out injured for a while. They changed their coach. He's had some challenges in Kitchener, but he has really risen to the occasion. And uh, you'll see him on the Mayor's Manor Prospect goalie rankings. Which oh, yeah. I know, people. I know. Let's go. Delayed. Okay, I've been busy. He's a busy guy. Life gets in the way sometimes. Hey, Let's it's go. the American Hockey League that put the All-Star game in Ontario, and then, you know, all this news started coming <laughs> my right. way. So I've been a little tired. Patience up. is a virtue. Let's go. You've been Fans, you've been patient all year with this team. Be patient with the mayor's, man mayor's rankings. It's a slow drip on the rankings. Let's go. Uh, let's talk about the Ontario Reign here for a quick minute, DB. They've uh, won six of seven. They picked up points in their last seven games. They're really heating They're up, hot. At, yep. as Dave Joseph uh, was mentioning there in the first period. In today's game down in San Diego, which was also on local TV prior to the Kings-Ducks game, it was the Baby Kings and the Baby Ducks down in San Diego. Uh, the rain tied the game with 21 seconds left. Great play by Sheldon Rempel and uh, Grunstrom with the tip. And then Jod picked up, uh, Anderson Dolan picked up the game-winning goal in overtime. Rempel really heating up. Yeah, Right finally. alongside with the rain. He went 50 games deep without scoring a goal. Stretch. A Ooh. long time. <laughs> Uh, but he has points in his last five games. So Sheldon Rimple, look, the Ontario Reign are going to need Sheldon Rimple. Okay, yeah. regardless of where Rimple has fallen in the prospect rankings, mm -hmm. they're going to need Sheldon Rimple to reign right. because guys like Anderson Dolan, guys like Carl Grunstrom are likely going to be up in Los Angeles after right. the trade deadline, and the Reign to continue their playoff push are going to need some of their Agreed. secondary yeah. and tertiary players to really step up. 
So, um, DB, before we get to some other AHL news here, I do just want to give a personal shout-out. Sure. Today was a special day in, in the Mayor's Manor world. It was the one-year anniversary of our photographer, Mike Zetek. Yes. With, with uh, Mayor's Manor. And I say that that's important because I've been honored, I've been privileged to work with some great people that, that we've had on the Mayor's Manor team. We've yep. had... Uh, Scott Kaufman on there. We had Andy, Andy Tong, Tong yep. Andy, uh, who's now living in Denver, but he he was there in Manchester covering that team mm -hmm. on a daily basis. Was yep. there through their Calder Cup run. We've had some other great photographers in Ontario as well, and I'm proud of the fact that Mayor's Manor has this team of people and that we provide such great coverage. So I do want to give a, a congratulations and a thank you as well to Mike Zetek. Yep. Not only does he cover the games in Ontario, but he, he goes on the road with the rain. He's down in San Diego today shooting the games down there. So. Uh, welcome aboard. One-year anniversary. Thanks to that. All right. AHL. Wrapping up some final stuff here in the third period. Okay. We've talked about the Seattle Kraken already. <laughs> now, Seattle has an so AHL team. Shockwave through the NHL. Hey, man, look. I love the AHL West story. I've been all over this for the last five-plus years. Yep. Uh, it's not just about the Ontario Reign, the Bakersfield Condors, and the San Diego Goals. It's a brand-new team coming to Palm yep. Springs, DB. That's going to be really interesting, John. Brand-new building. Yep. And um, from what I understand, that team out there is going to be called the Firebirds. Now, there's more to the story, just like with the Seattle Kraken. Right. So, with the Kraken, it looked like they were going to be called the Sockeyes. Sockeyes That's yep. what they were leaning towards. But then you ha also have this romance novel or whatever yeah. <laughs> where the writer has a team called the Seattle the Sockeyes. Sockeyes yep. She's built out this whole series of books with this team and everything. Now, she has a, allegedly put a deposit down on season tickets. She's yep. all in on the Seattle hockey thing. And she's even, her attorneys reached out to the NHL and were basically trying to say, look, we don't want to be a problem with the trademark right. and blah, blah, blah. And we can work this out. Mm -hmm. um, but the league hasn't engaged Responded. back with her, yeah. which would lead you to believe that Sockeyes is out because... <laughs> well, the NHL is funny, You'd want to <laughs> wrap that up, right? Yeah, yeah you'd want to wrap it up, but... Uh... There's still time. I there's guess still, there's time, still time, yeah. Well, uh, but also, but, do, the, the but it's going to be soon, right? Well, the, they were already yeah. supposed to announce the name uh, here in the month of January, yeah. and now we're into February, so That's true. you have yeah. to imagine any time now they're going to be announcing that name, and all their fans are in an uproar just waiting. But also, Sockeyes, the league allegedly was not too high on it because for as much as Mike Hammer was here earlier tonight talking about <laughs> fighting returning to the league, they didn't the want... The sock part? Yeah, the sock, sock in the, the eye. eye. Okay. But then again, I mean, I don't understand how Kraken makes sense either. And I'm being serious. So you, you <laughs> want to talk about your fans being crackheads and they all go to the, the, to the crack den to go to the game? Like, I don't understand how that's any better either. <laughs> Come up with something different. You know, but then you have the totems. I mean, to me, the Seattle Thunderbirds is the best name, but that's a junior team. Yeah. So you can't I would have liked the Metropolitans, but then you would have to. Metropolitans would have been great, but, but the they NHL doesn't want to do the yeah. old names. They don't want to do the Whalers. Yeah. They don't want to do all those names. They made the exception with the Winnipeg Jets. Um, so, back to the Firebirds, DB. Yeah. There yes, was John. a – they filed for the Firebirds, and then in December, for those of you that love, love the business side of hockey, they were uh, rejected on the trademark of the Firebirds. Because really? of the Flint Firebirds oh, no. uh, junior team. But, of course, there are other junior teams that share similar yeah, names with other teams Firebirds, in the yeah. AHL. Um, so this shouldn't be an issue. They should be able to overcome Look it. it and then also from the color scheme, you have the, uh, whatever the Seattle's official team is going to be in the mm -hmm. NHL. It's like red, black, black and, and then there's that teal? like tealish color, mm -hmm. I guess you would call it. And that works with Firebirds as well. Okay, and yeah, so makes we've sense. seen this in the AHL West that the teams – 
that are owned by the NHL clubs, the, their AHL uh, team is trying to wear the same, same color scheme yep. so that it helps on the equipment side of things. So that's what you can see there. And if for some reason you didn't hear me um, uh, on NHL radio this week or see my tweets, there's a lot happening in the AHL besides just there in uh, – in Palm Springs, you have the Henderson Silver Knights. Yep. Uh, we reported here back in October uh, on Kings of the Podcast. Uh, we were talking about the fact that they're going to Vegas once an AHL team. team. Yep. And now it's really real. They're looking into buying a team. Um, from what I hear, it could potentially be Rockford. It could potentially be Springfield. Mm-hmm. I don't know which of those teams it might end up ultimately being. And, and didn't the Chicago Wolves guys say that Somebody in management say that there's going to be no affiliation with Vegas next season. Uh, well, there's an opt-out clause, so they okay. have a, they had, I believe, a five-year deal. They had a multi-year mm-hmm. deal with Vegas, right? Um, and so, yeah, there wouldn't be an affiliation right, with them. All. They're they're looking to get out. Vegas yeah. is hot and heavy to buy a team. Mm-hmm. Um, I did ask David Andrews again, the, the outgoing president and commissioner of the American Hockey League, about this when he was in town last week, mm-hmm. and he basically said, "Look, we need to get this thing wrapped up by May if they plan on putting a team, right? Of course, uh, yeah, in Vegas lead, for next year. Sure, so." He, he kind of indicated that, look, normally we don't let it get to May to the, to the mm-hmm. meeting they have, but that's like the ultimate deadline, and so they're quickly running out of time. They have to right. buy a team, relocate the team. They do have a plan in place, though. They're going to put the Vegas AHL team at the Orleans yep. for two years sure. while they're building a new building facility in, in Henderson, Henderson yep. and they would be called the Henderson Silver Knights. They're mm-hmm. allegedly going to wear black and silver jerseys. I don't like the idea of that for a couple of reasons. Go ahead. Uh, one, they're gonna. It's gonna look weird when they play the the rain. That's okay. <laughs> um, and then also with the Raiders moving into town, there's already a black and silver team in Vegas. Yeah. But whatever. And then of course San Jose, they just received official approval on their building, yeah. forty two hundred seat arena, which is yeah. outstanding. So a lot happening in the American Hockey League out in the, uh, the very vibrant the league, Pacific John. Division. It is. Yep. It's great. New buildings. Yep. New teams. New team names. Color schemes. Names. How do you feel about Kraken, DB? I haven't asked for your opinion on that as a name for a team. Not a fan. No? No. Okay. Not a fan. I don't, I don't, I don't get it. I, but I got to see it manifested with respect to the logo and the color scheme and things of that nature. Maybe I'll feel better about it. Well, hopefully you will. How about the Vegas Golden Knights? When they, if, when you think back, when they announced the name of that team, were you, were you excited? Did you like yeah, the name? Yeah, I'd like, because we were in Vegas when they announced the, the, the um, they had the uh, logo and the uh-huh. or, or the sweater. They had the jersey. I think it was the NHL awards and the white gloves. That was yeah. kind of cool. So okay, I liked so you it. Liked and, it then. Yeah, because I was always a fan. Like I knew, like I was only there for fifteen years. Like saying that there's going to be hockey in Vegas and it's going to be a big success. No, three shift team, three shift city. Da da da. You know, too many transient people. I'm like, nope. Build a, build a building. You'll get the people. This is a metropolitan area. So I've always been a fan. So I was rooting for them. And I know Seattle, regardless of the name or the color scheme or whatever, that's going to be a big success because they've got a billionaire owner who's going to spend money. Um, There is a model of success, even though I don't think it's going to come close to what the Vegas Golden Knights were. The fan base is amazing. There's a natural rivalry with Vancouver. They are set up to win. And they just have a model from three years ago of a successful franchise. Um, and I think they're following all the steps as, as much as they can, that what Vegas did. So, again, I don't expect out of the box they'll be as successful. I think that the other GMs kind of wised up that, yes. uh, you know, with respect to who you're going to let go or whatever, or losing one player, you can afford to lose one player and not give up more assets. Uh, so I think that the franchise will be a big success. I think it will be a big hit in Seattle. Um, let, let's see how the, the color scheme and the logo and the name goes. All right. 
So it could be the Seattle Kraken. We'll have to wait and find oh, yeah. out any day now. They should be releasing the name. We'll have to see how that goes. But, DB, what another stacked episode. Finally, Dave, John. We're back in the saddle. time ago in the first period, Dave Joseph joined us. That was great. Yep. Nice drop-in guest. And then Mike Hammer from Violent Gentleman dropping by in the second period. And, DB, we took it home in the third. Another fun night here at the Stapler. Look forward to uh, seeing you again for what should be episode 20. We should have a 20th anniversary episode. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks again to all the fans for listening. We look forward to talking to you guys again soon. Have a great week, everybody. On the road again. I just can't wait to get on the road again. The life I love is making music with my friends. And I can't wait to get on the road again. On the road again. Going places that I've never been Seeing things that I may never see again And I can't wait to get on the road again Here we go On the road road again Like a band of gypsies we go down the highway We're the best of friends Insisting that the world keep turning our way And our way is on the road again just can't wait to get on the road again The life I love is making music with my friends And I can't wait to get on the road again Big finish And I can't wait to get on the road again This week at Macy's, get great deals on fashion and home essentials Update your wardrobe with 20% off new spring shoes and sneakers and 20 to 50% off fresh looks for him and her. Plus, transform your space with Lux Hotel Collection Bedding, now 40% off. And Macy's Star Rewards members can earn on every purchase except gift cards, services, and fees. More at Macy's.com slash Star Rewards. Savings off sale and clearance prices. Exclusions apply.